Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Here you go. One, two, three. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Theater Podcast. I am Alan Seals. I'm Jillian Hockman. And we're going to give you a special little episode here that's just an end of year wrap up. The two of us have seen quite a number of shows this year, so we want to just uh, kind of go over a few and give some recommendations for those who may may be thinking about uh, buying some tickets or whatnot. Yeah, all our, all our favorite things we've seen this year. Well, well, go ahead. What's uh, what'd you see? What oh, what's man. on the top of your list? It's so many. Uh, so I saw a total of twenty three shows this year, uh, a good mix of musicals and plays. Um, on the top of that list, uh, I'm going to go with a tie between Head Over Heels and SpongeBob. Uh, those were my two favorite musicals of this year. Um, you saw SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I I went in, I've said this before, I went in with no expectations in a good way. And I was thinking, okay, this is a musical about a cartoon sponge. I it's either going to be really good or really bad. And fortunately, it was incredibly good. I enjoyed it a lot. I actually saw it twice. Yeah, it was it was a great show. I am of the generation that grew up with SpongeBob. I remember when it premiered, it was very important to me. Uh, so there was a lot of little jokes in there that were uh, kind of tailored for people of my age. But even if you didn't get them, you still loved the show. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you didn't get them. Like what? I mean, I got jokes. Uh, the my leg and is mayonnaise an instrument. And mm. all these different jokes that if you know what I'm talking about, you nope. know what I'm talking about. Nope. It's okay. I do not. It's good. It's but, it's a little child of the '90s thing. <laughs> well, I did. I did like it. I thought it was very good. And uh, you know, we've had Wesley Taylor on episode three of this podcast where he talks about some of this. Um, not to plug ourselves, but look what I did. <laughs> but to plug ourselves. But to plug ourselves. Um, and what, then head over heels. Yeah. What about Head Over Heels? I love that show so much. I saw that one twice. I love that one as well because it was so different. I mean, partially it was funny in the first place. And the story is great. And who doesn't love the music of the Go-Go's? But it set itself apart in a way that uh, a lot of other shows probably are sort of afraid to do, I think. And uh, it kind of it crossed a, uh, a bunch of boundaries that needed to be crossed. Yeah, and it... it it takes uh, an underrepresented group in, in multiple different groups um, and puts them front and center stage, but it also is just really good musical theater storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's got every part that you look for when you watch a good musical, and it's got really talented people who in the past wouldn't have been seen telling that story. Yeah, I agree. Um, so for my, gosh, I saw I saw fewer number of shows having the two small children kind of uh, affects how what, how many they times keep you busy. yeah how many times I can go out at night, um, gosh the share show I want to say is is one of my top favorites easily of course with um, the prom right next to it those two shows uh, very very different but still equally amazing um, there were I saw Dear Evan Hansen on Broadway for the first time this year even though it opened um, Broadway previously. Um, but I saw it off Broadway, of course. Dear Evan Hansen is Dear Evan Hansen, just again phenomenal. Yeah, I saw it off Broadway too. I have not seen it on Broadway yet, but I hope we get to see it with uh, 
the new the new kid going in. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be great. Um, King Kong was. In, what did you think of King Kong? I liked it. I saw the fourth preview, so I knew it wasn't done cooking yet. <laughs> um, there were definitely parts that uh, I think because it was still in previews, I was a little bit more forgiving on. Um, just knowing that that's the process of previews and, mm-hmm. and you're still working and, and there's edits and there's changes and there's rehearsals during the day. Um, I want King Kong to win best actor. You want Kong himself. Yes. We should give him a special. We, all, uh, all 13 people it takes to yes. control him. He well, was incredible. Well, there's, you could make a special Tony category for best animatronic puppet. Yeah, it, that would go to Brooks in the prom. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was absolutely phenomenal when he when you first see him on stage. Um, saw it with our friend Lauren. Shout out to Lauren. We love you, Lauren, so much. Um, but we were literally like holding each other's hands, flipping out because he was so phenomenal. I'm a I'm a tech geek. I love the tech that goes into the theater. So I agree with you. When I saw Kong come down the first time, I, I mean, they don't. I, I saw Kong, of course, because in previews and the commercials and stuff, like they don't shy away from it. They show you because they want you to come see it. But like seeing it in person, it's just something else. Yeah. Like that, that it's a living, it becomes this living character on stage and it takes up, he takes up the whole stage. He's incredible. Um, want to talk about plays? I saw more plays than you did. Yeah, you saw a lot more. But I want to talk about some plays. Yeah, do it. Um my favorites this year were Lifespan of a Fact, which mm-hmm. uh, stars uh, Dana Radcliffe, Cherry Jones, and Bobby, oh, I can't remember. Carnivale? Yes, thank you. Um, I wanted to say something similar, but not. Um, it was fantastic. The three of them carried it very, very well, and it was um, such an interesting story. Um it's it's a limited run, so if you didn't get to see it, I hope you do. I hope they bring it back. I hope they recorded it. Um, I also was lucky enough to see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, parts one and part two. Did it in one day, so I did a two o'clock show Oof. and an eight o'clock show. Well, you, won, you won the lottery. I there. won yeah. the lottery. Yeah. That was crazy. I sat in the front row. Wow. Um, it was phenomenal. I can't tell you anything because hashtag keep the secrets. That's not fair. I know, but it was so good. Okay. That's all I could say. Okay. Um, another honorable mention I would say is Daniel's Husband. That was an off-Broadway play that um, is closing at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. So I hope you got to go see it. Um, absolutely phenomenal. Had no idea what it was about going in. And it was heart-wrenching and beautiful. And I hope it transfers um, just because Matthew, who plays um, Daniel's husband, deserves a Tony for that performance. I enjoyed Lobby Hero and uh, Michael Sarah, of course, who doesn't love Michael Sarah. I want to talk about not Chris, Ev- Chris Evans, but Chris Evans' mustache. Yeah, that also deserves a Tony. Yeah, the best best stash award yeah. goes to Chris Evans' yeah, I mustache. Think, I think that's fair, more but than fair. Was it? It was. Was Chris Evans' debut? Was it his Broadway debut? I think so. But don't quote me on that. I believe you're right. I think so. If only we had the internet sitting in front of us. No. Um, but yeah, Chris, Broadway debut, shout out to you. Great job there. And uh, of course, was was a peer and an equal of everybody else on stage. It was seasoned yeah. veteran. It's like, it was great. Absolutely phenomenal. I really liked it. Um, want to talk about our favorite, fav- do you want to talk about our favorite performances? Sure. Who who blew you away on the stage? I always 
love watching Orfe. Oh, Pretty Woman. So much. Pretty Woman, which I forgot to mention, was one of, again, one of my favorite shows. Brian Adams. I love Brian Adams' music too. So, um, yes, Pretty Woman. But yeah, watching, God, watching Orfe just belt her butt off. That voice. Just, that's a, there's a special place in heaven for that. I have loved that voice for, oh, well over a decade. And it's just oh, amazing. Mm -hmm. And and Bonnie Milligan in Head Over Heels, speaking yes. of belting, and Beth Level in The Prom, speaking uh, of belting. It maybe, is a good year for women on Broadway. Yeah, right? There are some great stuff being written. Um, and then, of course, Brooks as well. Like Brooks and Beth uh, in, in The Prom, just the two of them together crack me up. I feel like that's a preppy clothing brand. Brooks and Beth. <laughs> Brooks and Beth. Um, Katrina Lenk yes. in the band's visit. I yes. got to see it this year, uh, even though it won everything last year. Um, just that voice and the way she moves, I was mesmerized. I also want to shout out Brian Cranston. Uh, everyone knows him from uh, Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. And he is in Network right now, which is a, a movie from the 70s that they, mm -hmm. they transformed into a play. And his performance was one of the most breathtaking things I've ever seen. Uh, there's the famous line, um, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. And just the whole scene, I was, I was crying. And I don't cry. And I was crying. <laughs> to make you have emotion. That's I, pretty good. Yes. I know. Um, oh, and then I also have to shout out Anthony Boyle from Cursed Child who played Scorpius Malfoy. I've never laughed so hard in my life. And the amount of spit that came out of that boy's mouth um, was, oh, he was, he stole the show. Again, I can't tell you anything about it. I must keep the secrets, but he absolutely stole the show. Um, the whole original London cast here in New York is departing uh, very, very soon. And if you didn't get to see them, I hope you get to see them in something, but especially Anthony, that kid is going places. <laughs> um. Stephanie J. Block and Jared Spector from Share Show. Uh, Stephanie, I, I didn't have my um, my glasses on when when I was watching, and we were, we were about like seventh or eighth row center, and and I come out or she, it, the lights come up. She's coming up center stage on the on the trap door, and I'm like I'm sitting there squinting, and everyone's cheering and screaming, and I thought it was Share because I couldn't see clearly. I I literally thought it was Share who would come out there and just. She nailed it, totally nailed it. And then uh, Jared Spector, of course, with uh, Sonny Bono, playing Sonny Bono. Oh. All all the crowd, I, when he started to sing his first song, the crowd all around us like started <laughs> talking and yeah. clapping. It was At amazing. my show, when I saw it, everyone, as soon as I got you, babe, started, we were on our feet just flipping out, screaming. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful job there. Um, gosh, what else should we cover? Um, give a shout out, I guess, to our friend Ariana DeBose and Donna Summer. I saw that this year as well, um, which is closing. She, of course, Tony nomination, did a phenomenal, phenomenal job. Yeah. Shout out to everything that's closing that is just amazing and had its moment and gave so many people so, so much. So shout out to Head Over Heels and Summer and Once on This Island and Lifespan of a Fact um, and all these different shows that just are incredible. Uh, Torch Songs, we didn't talk about Torch Songs. Yeah, Michael Yuri was yeah. 
phenomenal in that his performance was fantastic and they're closing as well. Um, and that's how it goes. Unfortunately, the winter can be harsh here in New York. Um, but they got some just incredible performances well, out of some these good shows. Stuff, there's good stuff coming back, like filling in behind them. Yeah. Be More Chill coming. Yeah, and, what are you excited about for 2019? Oh, goodness. Well, Be More Chill. Got my tickets. <laughs> Do you? Yep, I got preview <laughs> tickets. <laughs> um, I am I never got to see Oklahoma at St. Anne's Warehouse. Yeah, I'm so really happy I'm, that's coming back. I'm happy that's going to Circle and Square. Um, Hades Town. Hades Town, yeah. Um, it, next episode after this one is going to be with Ani DeFranco. Special little teaser for you. So um, you can hear the story. Ani actually helped... Anais Mitchell get Hades Town composed in the first place mm-hmm. because uh, the original well, concept album, the original concept album, right? Because Anais is signed on Ani's record label. Spoilers! So, spoilers! Stay tuned. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm really excited for Hades Town. Excited for Be More Chill. Excited for Oklahoma. What else? What else do we have that's coming in? I'm excited for Kiss Me Kate because I love Will Chase. I had a friend who directed him in a little indie film once. Cool story. I used my computer to transcode lots of footage for her. <laughs> so I saw all the raw, all the dailies of Will Chase in his scenes. That's good. Gosh, looking over our list here. Um, it's been a good year. It has. It's been a really good year for plays. Yeah. Lots of good plays that, that were on Broadway this year. It'll be interesting to see when the Tony nominations come out, how, how that goes. Speaking of Tony noms, my question for you is probably not if, when King Kong gets nominated. Um, how are you going to bring that puppet into the Tonys, into Radio City? You know, they're just going to have to get a really big Uber. <laughs> and with that, we shall end here. Uh, happy holidays to everybody listening. You can connect with us as always. Feedback at the theaterpodcast.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram, theater underscore podcast, facebook.com slash official theater podcast. And as always, thank you to Jukebox the Ghost playing this lovely music that you hear underneath. Any final words for the year? Thank you for listening to us and sticking with us. And we love hearing from you and we love seeing your posts and your replies and, and, we want to know what what did you like this year? What did you see? What did you want to see? Um, if you're not in New York, what regional theater did you get to see? Um, tell us, tell us everything. Tell us why you love this world. Thank you for supporting the arts. Thank you for caring about music and and arts education. Thanks uh, for being nerds with us. <laughs> theater nerds, exactly. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for supporting. And we will see you in the new year. Take a deep breath, make the world a little colorful. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.